This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So, Bree, I remember this one time I was in a bike race around Tucson, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. We were riding down 4th Avenue, and there's railroad tracks, like street track tracks, and my bike's tire like went and wedged in to the railroad tracks, no. and I totally fell down and just like skinned my hands, everything. Ugh. I had nothing with me, nothing at all. And it's that times where you want a first aid product and you have nothing. And <laughs> active skin repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. I've used it on my son's mosquito bites, and I wish I would have had it the time I totally scraped up my hands. Oh, I hear you. Like whenever I go paddleboarding, kayaking, I'm always trying to find something that is like an all-in-one that I can take with me. And active skin repair could be used like that. It can be used to treat cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, which makes it suitable for all skin types, all parts of the body, like eczema and acne-prone skin, all of that. With over 500,000 happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and ingredients so safe and clean they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest, you now have one simple solution for all of your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order. Use code NOGUILT. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom podcast. I am your host, Joanne Crone, and I am here with another No Guilt Mom win, where I talk to one of our No Guilt Mom community members, usually a balanced VIP member, and we talk about the things that they're doing in their own life so that you will be inspired as well, and you can see what you can accomplish and the common relaxation that you can achieve. And that's what we're talking about today because there's such a push right now in our society to do it all. Like moms have to do it all, take care of the kids, cook dinner, work on a full-time job and be successful that way. And it's just way too much. We put so much stress on achieving. So we're going to have a little mind shift for you today. And I'd like to welcome Katie, who is one of our Balance VIP members, who is thinking about things a different way at this summer. And it's amazing. So welcome, Katie. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're a teacher and now yeah. you have your summers off. What's your like typical mindset when you're at home in terms of what you have to get done? So in the summer, I've always put a lot of pressure on myself. Okay, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to work out and get all this stuff done because we have longer days and nicer weather. And my boys are getting a little bit older now. So now that they're five and eight it's a little easier for me to maybe sleep in and have a more relaxed morning even when they're awake. So this summer I've kind of, we're talking about mind shift changes, but I've had a mind shift change where I'll sleep in until the kids wake me up or until I naturally wake up. Then I am just spending more time enjoying my coffee on the patio, like not putting pressure on myself to necessarily wake up and get things done first thing in the morning. During the school year, I do use that morning time, like 5 a.m., 5.30, to get exercise in before I have to go to work. But just really taking that pressure off myself this summer to not have to wake up 
so early in the morning uh, and get all of that stuff done. And it's been like just changing my mindset and allowing myself to not have to do that made a huge difference. It's amazing the pressure we put on ourselves because I know particularly in balance, like we just put out our July goal thread and a lot of these goals are all of these things, get up and work out, make sure I have a dedicated 20 minutes with my kids. And it's all of this stuff that I think together, like looking at that list, it makes me a little depressed because yeah. <laughs> it's like all of these tasks that have to get done. We're told that we should be taking use of all of our time and making the most of our time with our kids and yet being a present parent. It's very stressful, Katie. Yes, I agree. I agree. It is very stressful. It is. I like this morning, I woke up a little after six. I just naturally did. Um, and so I ended up getting up, but I've had some mornings. It's been interesting. The boys will play quietly and not wake us up. And once I wake up, there's always an all of a sudden a new issue like mom, they're like, start arguing. So I've been telling them to have that like independent time to where I'm not intervening. So that, that's been like interesting because I'm like, wow, they can get along when they know I'm not there. Be the referee. Totally. <laughs> so sometimes I'm even kind of like laying in bed, like hearing that they're awake. And I'm like, OK, I'm just going to hide in here for a little bit. You know what I've discovered with my kids is if we busy ourselves with something else. My kids are my 14 and almost 10 now. So my husband and I get to go on date nights where they're home alone. My daughter's in charge and they get along better when we are not around than when we are around. And seeing that is just such a load off. I'm not doing this perfectly, but I have noticed that with my older son, I tend to be more transparent. Okay. I'm starting to feel really frustrated. I need you to just give me a minute, you know, like I, I feel like I'm able to, before I yell about something, just talk it through with him. Cause I think he's able to understand that uh, our five-year-old, not so much. I think with him, it's still pretty frustrating because he does go from like zero to angry very yeah. quickly. And sometimes we don't even know what triggers it, but just trying to let him, you know, it's okay. I'm here. It's okay to feel upset. Uh, just trying to use more of that calm language with him. I'm just now going through calm and happy parenting. And this morning I was on module two and it's talking about their brain and like how the cerebral cortex. Yeah. yeah. The top and the bottom are not really, they're not able to speak to each other yet. And as a teacher, I feel like I know these things. I've been taught this and I'm able at school to stay calm with my students or else I wouldn't be a teacher. But at home, it's like, I have none of that calm that I have at school. I expect my kids to act better, but I'm not taking into account the fact that their brains aren't even developmentally ready to do what I'm expecting of them. So I think that through Joanne's like programs, just looking at that and going, oh yeah, he's not able to calmly say something or regulate his emotions before he freaks out. And that's okay. Cause that's like where his brain is at. As a teacher, I had the same thing. It was so much easier to like regulate my mood and like stay patient uh, and not have those feelings come up. I never had the rage come up in me. And sometimes, honestly, I'm like, oh, it's their home life. <laughs> because as a teacher, you could do that. You could say, oh, they're dealing with a lot at home. It's totally okay. They have a little sibling who's keeping them up all night or I used to teach right. in a Title I school. So of course, my kids had a lot more challenges there. Um, my kids do. You have all these things that you could really say, is it your fault when you're a mm -hmm. teacher? But I think when you become a parent, at least for me, 
they're your kids. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is my fault. This is my fault. Yeah. And it becomes a lot more internal locus of control, which really we don't have control over our kids. But I think that's right. the feelings that arise in me. Do you think that would be the same for you? I agree. Yeah. A lot of that, like putting it on myself, what did we do wrong? I would just put all this weird pressure on myself that I always needed to be home and with the kids. I know this pressure. Yes. Yeah. And I would come home from going out with to dinner with my friends or whatever it was that I was doing and they would be fine and they would be in bed. And I, it took me a while to realize, oh yeah, I am able to go and live my own life and fill up my bucket and everything is fine at home. It's all seeing how you're kids react in situations, but it's also really paying attention to your internal sense of calm and how much energy that you have left, because that's something that we never had modeled for us by the earlier generation. It wasn't popular for my parents' generation to like, you should take care of yourself. They weren't even told that you should spend all this time with your kids. Like they weren't told that. Do you remember in the 80s and 90s, the news came on and it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> they wouldn't ask that now because the parenting has become so like, oh my gosh, we have to do the best for our kids. We have to know where they are every second. We have to protect them. It's different, but it, it really comes with its own set of stresses. And I think moms are taking the brunt of it right now. Yeah, I think that... A big thing that has helped me within the balance group was May when you did the digital detox. I followed along with like your weekly advice about, okay, today let's clean up our home screen and uh, declutter that. And that has been this catalyst to like change just the way I spend my time. I turned off a bunch of notifications and I just found that through doing that, just cleaning up like my phone uh, first of all, like what power our phones have over us. It does. It has so much power. Yeah. Those turning those notifications off, like the Facebook and the Instagram notifications. I just found that I only pulled it open when I actually thought about it and had the time, which actually is not that often. It's like a subtraction thing. When you take stuff out that you don't have to take care of, uh, it frees up your mind. We don't realize how much the stuff in our lives and the clutter in our lives really take up space so that when you remove it, it's all good. I'm able to see that social media is really not real life oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And I think that mind shift was helpful, especially like during COVID. It was just challenging uh, being on social media all day and seeing, yeah. doing that comparison thing. So I try really hard. That's helped me a lot with like my mindfulness, just like trying really hard not to compare myself to other moms or what other people are doing. Um, and I know like in balance, my goal this month is just like, July is gonna be the fun month. We have no expectations, uh, but we are gonna do experiences. That's my big thing. And not necessarily expensive experiences, but we, I really want to get outside with my kids and do as much summary type things as we can. So like we've gone kayaking, we floated down the river where I live, just going to the pool as much as we can getting out to friends lake places like we don't have a lake place and that in the past has made me feel like I should have a lake place <laughs> um, easier just to go but, to your friends lake place for yeah. a weekend have them deal with all the maintenance and stuff <laughs> yeah but I used to be like I'm not doing enough my kids aren't having enough experiences and I think COVID having three years of interrupted experiences really messed with my mind in that way so now I'm just like whatever we do is enough you know we don't have to do 
what everyone else is doing. And you don't have to be constantly achieving. You deserve a break and you deserve fun and relaxation and loveliness. And yes. thank you so much, Katie, for coming on and chatting thank with me. Thank you. This was fun. It went by in a flash. I know. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you're listening right now and you're thinking of all the stuff that you have to get accomplished this summer or take advantage of all the time or make the most of everything, I want you to take a step back to breathe and just concentrate on fun and what feels good for you. And remember, the best mom's a happy mom. Take care of you. And I will talk to you later. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.